0: This is Eric Rutan of Cannibal Corpse. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast with Andrew McKay-Smith. G'day, everybody. I've got
1: a conversation featuring the members of Inhuman Condition to share with you. You'll be hearing from Terry Butler, who's also in Obituary, Taylor Nordberg, who's also in Deerside, and Jeremy Kling, who's been in a number of bands, but most notably recently, he was a member of Venom Inc., now, the chat was conducted aboard at 70,000 tons of metal, 2024. I really enjoyed this one. So here they are, Terry, Taylor and Jeremy from Inhuman Condition. Thanks heaps for taking the time to have a chat. I, I couldn't believe when I saw that you guys were on the boat, to be honest. So, sort of like, you know, you've each individually been in three of my favorite bands. And your history is just, I mean, you've, you've pretty much been there since the bloody very beginning.
0: I've been fortunate,
1: yes. so <laughs> so there you go. So I saw that, and I was, I was, I was it was one of those moments. because like, I've been a podcaster now for six or seven years, and just haven't had the opportunity to chat to any of you. I, you and I have had a quick chat over Messenger or Instagram or something like that. You know how it is, but it's—you yeah, yeah. know—I don't hold body to that stuff yeah. because it could be bloody anybody that you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> when you do that sort of thing, but thanks a lot for doing this.
2: But thanks a lot for you know accepting the opportunity on the boat too is another thing. Yeah we were stoked to be asked, it was kind of a last minute thing but you yeah. know I mean, since the three of us are from Florida we're like yeah of course let's do That's it.
0: That's right yeah. yeah. yeah it's it a great thing. opportunity for the band as well obviously. So.
1: Yeah well look I noticed Lee's now on the boat as well so you guys have got some sort of a reunion going
3: on
0: out yeah. in Florida. <laughs> Florida
3: <obviously>. Yeah <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. We're so actually going to do a signing with them afterwards so it's uh, us and Monstrosity so are going to do a signing. I saw that. Get, yeah. So we'll be all hanging about you know yeah. Alligators and oranges are going to be like, you know, <laughs> crawling out of everywhere. Being, being from Australia, I was, I was in Miami and, and uh,
1: there was an opportunity. You want to say opportunity to see they're pushing the gated into Why the fuck am I going to want to see what's the bloody alligators? We've got crocodiles that we're trying to get out of the way yeah. out our place. Well, uh,
0: yeah. indigenous people or people who've been living in Florida for a long time, they don't do that stuff. So. Yeah, of course not. that's a tourist, uh, tour. yeah. tourist thing, isn't it? Yeah.
3: You know, I don't think I've ever stepped foot on an airboat tour. You know. Yeah. I've been on an airboat, but I've never oh, taken time. an airboat yeah. tour, yeah. which those are so okay. regular. Those okay. are like, that's like a industry right there. Yeah. I
1: suppose if it keeps people employed and they're happy enough to do it and the tourists feel giddy about it, it's a bit like a yeah. harbour cruise, you have been on a harbour cruise or whatever when you get yeah. to Sydney or something like that, mm. and you just go oh, sure. to do it. You know? yeah. Of course. But look, you're on this boat, is, is, is it an enjoyable experience for you collectively?
3: Uh, for me, yeah, so far yeah, it's been yeah. great.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: The, yeah, whole, exactly. the whole crew, everybody's really nice. Most of them are all friends of ours. We've toured in several different configurations throughout the years with many different people. So I mean like, you're kind of like, it's so, almost like Nam, where you can make it like ten feet, and you have to stop and talk to someone, yeah. Yeah. and then you make it like another ten feet, and then you start to talk to some other friends, and you're like on your way to just go to bed. You might be spending like uh, forty
0: five yeah. minutes,
3: you know, just to yeah. get there.
0: Oh, well, I haven't seen Yeah, since yeah, yeah. That yeah. All that. yeah. Uh, You know, yeah. a lot of the stagehands and all the crew, and right? All that. A bit. Yeah. I mean, the merch people. Between the three of us, we pretty much know every one of them. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you spend
1: like weeks collectively on, maybe months on a bus with them or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's so yeah, to yeah. you know people pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a family for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about the, the idea of the onshore experiences and the like? Did they give you guys the option for, I know Sodom and the Halo Effect, I think Tigers of Pantang of all bands have
2: got an a onshore experience with the band going, or was that offered to you guys? Uh, I think it was offered, but it was like, like I said, we kind of got added last minute. Yeah, so we were just like, well, let's just yeah, get on the boat and yeah. we'll worry about that. But yeah, Don't about so about I, I
0: think doing we're too going. much. Let's just get on the boat. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll and then we leave
2: we
3: leave immediately after. So we we get back to land on Friday yeah. and then we go and meet the bus to go to Atlanta. We play Saturday in Atlanta. Oh wow. So I mean we're like off this and running, so full full US tour, well US and Canada tour.
1: Let's talk about that for a moment because in Human Condition there's a perception, probably rightly so, that it's a legacy band but you don't act like it. (laughs) What, four singles, uh, two albums and two EPs? Uh, one AP. One oh, AP covers? Oh yeah. We we have have a a cover, yeah. So yeah. Power, me yeah. 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 But but the point is it in the most. All that's all since about two thousand and twenty one. Yeah. 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 February I think is when we officially
2: launched.
1: Yeah. The thing. So so it might be a legacy banner in some ways, and that you can pick all these songs that you recorded, for example. Yeah. But you you're not you're it's all brand new stuff.
0: Mm. Well, that's how we and approach it. We approach it like it's we are a new band, and we're you know a lot of energy. You know, yeah. You just, whenever we can play, we, we play. You know, dates are open. We're we'll trying to. Yeah. Get, you know. what, what? How do you organize it with obituary? Is it just? You
1: yeah, just. It's just months at a dance.
0: Or just it's like a puzzle. Whenever there's some open slots, you know, I try yeah. and fit it yeah. in there. And if it works out, you know, and yeah. And Taylor's you no. Know, yeah, so, yeah. And, and uh, Jeremy's runs sound for a lot of bands too. So yeah. you know there's just you just gotta fit it in when you can. You know.
2: We have like a. I have a schedule on my phone of like, all right, Terry's (laughs) gone this one, Jeremy's gone here. And then it's like, wait, we have three weeks here. Should we try and put something together? So then we uh, we bother all of our, uh,
3: you know, agents yeah. were like dude
1: get, <laughs> get
0: a shit, shit yeah. this is our only time fuck <laughs> it yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: we've got two weeks here book it you know that sort of thing you know yeah. yes I'm going to yeah. Russia or maybe i Russia these days
3: but yeah yeah, well, <laughs> well, I, like fuck it. yeah I, I I totally agree yeah. with you but it's fine to I able. go everywhere because there's people who are uh, caught up that have nothing to do with politics and they're just caught up in the, the eye of ah. the storm and it has nothing to do with them fuck all so they're like you know, they still deserve to like be people as well and experience yeah. and shit like that yeah I, i'd personally go anywhere
1: people confuse the leadership with the people mm-hmm. they have nothing to do with each other usually especially in authoritarian countries yeah i mean
3: ever It mm-hmm. you know yeah. leadership usually never reflects the people yeah uh, not even in the states and it's pretty good there so
1: yeah yeah same in australia it's, it's similar you know visit, a you guys walk into australia and you know, seeing see what it's like you know but um what about for you jeremy i, I noticed I, I when i say no of course you stepped out of um unique yeah, uh uh-huh. was that because of the scheduling
3: no no that was something unrelated so it's was just kind of uh i just got to a point where i just needed to move on and i moved on so yeah that'll be a, probably about as pc as i'll uh you know i'll just keep her uh, that right? flat and just move on yeah no i mean just in the spirit of like drama is drama i'd rather yeah. talk about you know what's happening and you know like the future rather than you know that stuff. Oh I just thought There's Only Black was one of my albums in two thousand and twenty two. So oh, man, I'm very proud of that record. I yeah. I love that one. I liked everything I did with the uh everything that we got to achieve and like uh was really killer man. I mean got to play Hellfest twice with those guys. We did Vauken, you know yeah. a bunch of really like prots and open air which was a smaller little festival, but you know, there's like, you know, memories of people that we've met along the way, so it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. What about you, mate? Are you um What's going on with Glenn and, and the guys, is
1: there,
2: I no, an album is,
1: is you, I think you've done it already.
2: Yeah, we, uh, we recorded the whole album at our studio um, yeah. and then um, uh, Josh Wilbur mixed and mastered it. Oh cool. And we had the first single and video come out on Christmas Day. Christmas morning, which was perfectly timed, <laughs> of course there was a super evil video where we're <laughs> eating Jesus. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, very. They were like, really guys? Ah. Yeah. And it was like, yes! <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> do, so I'm
3: still pissing off for
1: 35 yeah, of years are like, Man, you know.
2: When like, is he going to just forgive Jesus? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, I actually tell Glenn uh, all the time, I'm like, Glenn, you know, I still get that my once upon the cross shirt that I have still garners the same response when I wear it out in public. That's crazy, still, I was like, still, all these years later, people still look at her like, "How could you do that?"
2: Yeah, These Newsflash: is just a t-shirt. People on yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's I like right. the cradle. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, so we had the first single come out, and I yep. think the um, I think the second one will probably be out next month or something sometime maybe don't quote me but yeah um, and then I, I imagine the record will be out this summer probably sometime yeah um, and then we've got a couple one-off shows like we're playing the decibel beer metal fest mm-hmm. in Philadelphia where we're playing only songs from the first three records that's like a exclusive old school set Ah, oh, sweet okay and then course. we're doing the Milwaukee metal fest as well so you're headlining that aren't you from one of the, I think we're towards the top somewhere. I think yeah. Mr. Bungle was headlining the night we're playing. Just
1: yeah, awesome. that's an interesting one, isn't it? Oh, that's pretty yeah, awesome. And I'm a fan, yeah. Disco Volado is one of my favorite albums, yeah, it's but great. it's like, okay, are they middle metal band now? Yeah. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah, I don't think they just do the yeah. the demo. They re recorded their demo that was like the Yeah, the Scotty and stuff are cool. Well, yeah, older. It's, they it's, were older, newer, older. So trace it. Bruins written, but, but Scotty and executed stuff, you know, yeah. Um, you probably read some of the comments on YouTube or what have you there. People
2: are really happy to have you in the band, in side. Seems, seems to. I mean, I've gotten a very welcome response from... I mean, the band, of course, was super welcoming, which yeah. made it so much easier to step into. Um, but yeah, all the fans have been super stoked and... Yeah. They're like, oh, thank you for trying to like do these songs justice. And I'm like, well, I'm a fan too, so I'm, <laughs> you're welcome and just trying to make... Make me happy if I was in the crowd, you know, watching. Much obliged, ma'am.
1: Yeah, I look, I, I,
2: I can't imagine having to play Ralph's stuff, but you do it, so. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't do a whole lot of the Ralph songs, uh, fortunately slash unfortunately. But yeah, um, yeah that's, it was a like an honor and a privilege to be playing that stuff. Yeah, gotcha.
1: Yeah. What about you, mate, too? Are you, it's the death tribute, sorry, death to all, isn't
0: it? You still got that guy on no, to, right? to die. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're we're doing that. We got a tour in August in Europe, like festivals and some filling, yeah, filling dates.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were um quite prominent in that video too, the one that, the uh, the death Death by Metal. Yeah. The um, yeah. Yeah. The one about Chuck and yeah. went down there. Yeah. Was that was that a challenge for you to have to sort of revisit some of that stuff? And oh, a
0: little bit. Yeah. You know. Um, for the most part it's all good memories from back then you know obviously it was a great time yeah, yeah it was early so kind of you know touring in 87 mm. in a tiny little van <laughs> uh but hey you know it was, it was awesome it's so it's so is it
1: when, when you think back to not the mid 80s or what have yeah. you i mean go back that far let's face it but was it even conceivable that you'd be talking to someone like me from across the world in a bloody cabin like this right now
0: about a band? Oh, well, I had no idea. I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, no thought about that. You know, what I mean,
1: you just sort of putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, though, I mean, you. I remember
0: listening to metal before Metallica were even the band. You know, what I'm saying way back, right. and so seeing this whole genre start from like its infancy to where it is at now is like amazing. You know? yeah, it's a great ride. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What, for
1: you, Jeremy, are you just planning on? You know, I know you're not a rest on the laurels guy. Clearly, given mm. your uh, resume major date, but what what do you think the future holds for you with regards to like bands and the like?
3: Do you, are you planning on being in multiple bands at once? Uh, well, um, if something comes across the table, I'll entertain anything. So uh, mm. I've been asked to do one, do some recording stuff. I've been asked to fill in on some dates and uh, on tour in Europe, uh, but scheduling with everything else kind of hasn't worked out yet so we'll see i mean i don't think i'll sit idly for too long but uh, it's it's a good thing because uh, i can focus everything on what we have right now with inhuman condition and uh taylor and i also play in the absence we have a record coming out uh march 29th (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh so uh march 29th we have a record coming out so um maybe do some shows with the absence uh, yeah. you know who knows so I. That's just like a lot more, but uh, yeah, we'll see.
2: Also, but, uh, very one step in front of the other. Like yeah.
3: So in human inhuman condition, left
1: yeah. to die, and there has <laughs> got to be a couple of other bands. We
2: We'll just do a festival tour with all those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we are talking about. I was like, oh man, we can like
3: round everybody up, and you know, we just you know travel by train. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's. Have you guys? I haven't asked this question yet of all the bands I've but. Is the, are the COVID restrictions, are they completely over now? Because I know you guys travel a lot, so you know. Well, uh, yeah, in Florida, much. they were
2: pretty much over
1: like two months after yeah. it started. So we're, we're yeah, we're like always,
3: though. Anyways. We're kind yeah. of <laughs> we'll just turn up and see if we're allowed in, sort of thing. <laughs> we, you know, we made it. Uh, the, the only place that just had it were... I just went... We went to Bolivia, and they were like one of the last people that were still checking the cards, but that was... April. Yeah, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. April last so, year, so I think that was the kind of the last of it that I saw. Yeah. So they
0: actually made us wear double masks on the airplane. Oh, flying into Bolivia. This was last November or something. Mm. Kind of For of that. Real. Yeah. 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 Hey, if you're having trouble breathing, well, like, yeah, <laughs> this will be guys worse. <laughs> two and a half miles <laughs> up already. You're yeah. 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 making me wear two masks. Yeah. Come on. Okay. You know, yeah. 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 It well, doesn't
3: say much about the filtration system in the plane. You know what's really crazy though is that if have you uh, have you been to Bolivia no okay so when you land in La Paz yeah. it's I think it's like 13,000 feet, yeah, feet up or 14,000 feet up
0: it's almost three miles
3: up it's so you can't you breathe brutal. Brutal. brutal dude like you get off the plane like I was like oh I'm okay I don't really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> it was like yeah, whoa holy feel shit. Feel yeah. shit yeah I needed um, I needed oxygen just that night to like help my headache just go away my side well uh so we yeah. we got in the first day uh, this was with venom so we got in the first day we uh stayed the night there we flew to Bucaramanga. is that
0: is Another that bolivian is that a, yeah yeah
3: but that's like six or seven yeah, thousand man. feet up it's so seven, seven, we like flew that. the next day to there played the gig there mm-hmm then flew back to La Paz. So I was already like pretty much acclimated by the time I got back to La Paz. Uh, I had more of like a, a bit of a tolerance to the altitude. Yeah, uh, But um, I was okay with playing. We did have oxygen on a stage and Mantis and I were like <gasps> like yeah. giving it back and forth and we're like super abusing the uh, the oxygen tank, but who cares? They even had, they gave us
0: cocoa leaves. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, really? she, to yeah. chew on for like a little energy burst. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, they're at, uh, cool. yeah. they're at
3: like, a, so you go down for like breakfast in the morning at the hotel and there's like a pile of those leaves sitting there. Yeah. Like a, you right. can just okay. take them and chew them, you can make tea out of them. Yeah. Like you're going on the road and you see guys like that are all gapped out of their mind it's like have a huge mouthful full of it and they're like it's just chew it yeah it's fucking weird it's so crazy that it's it's normal now to go to countries like
1: that but i'm talking about the touring environment the agents the like because you remember sort of 20 30 years ago no bands really went there or something didn't hear about no, that, it, yeah. it
0: yeah no one even yeah even like in the early 90s going to south america was like a you know, fantasy you know what i mean like yeah. people did but only like big bands and stuff you know? yeah Hey, I
1: want, I want you to settle something once and for all for us, and not that I'm being competitive about this by <laughs> Which Australian city do you rate the, the best in terms of a response for a Which
0: Australian city? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh,
3: Dude, the light's pretty... on, bro. The, this yeah. is a serious question. <laughs> Holy wow. shit. i someone
0: <laughs> off, anyway. Uh, probably so not, the I watch know, my shows. Probably Melbourne. Yeah. I mean, the show we just played there was sick. Yeah. I mean, they were all great, but that one was really like. I'm from Brisbane. Can be a tougher crowd there. Was a a, it was a good show there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't have the population of Melbourne or Sydney. Let's so really. Melbourne sold out pretty quick early on, so it was like, psh, you know. Yeah. They were ready. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, Did it take you a long time to adjust to the obituary environment? No, not at all. I mean, I, I grew up with those dudes, but yeah. musically, I was in Six Feet Under for fifteen years and. The first couple six feet under albums written by Alan West, who was in obituary. He wrote some obituary songs, yeah. so it was very similar style, kind of. You know, so it was an easy transition. Yeah, I just spoke to um, Donald about Alan actually. I've been mean, trying to get in touch with uh, really him. Yeah, I mean, he is like the poster child for train wreck. <laughs> 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 yes, Telling a guy that just look look at his self destructive. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. I went to school with the guy. I've known him since you know, we were kids, but he's. Was he like that back then? No, he was very quiet and reserved and, you know, kind of socially awkward. But it wasn't until, you know, ninety, mid 90s, he started kind of falling off the tracks kind of then, yeah. You know. But I hope he finds his self, finds his way and, and just not even regarding music, just his life. Yeah. Just get back on track, man. You know, what did you know Richard Brigham? Yeah, there are a lot of parallels there yeah I guess some. But, um. but I didn't know Richard as much as I do Alan but I did know him yeah it's a shine it's a, it's a hell of a shine movie, he was, so he he was talented as well yeah. yeah yeah no doubt
2: yeah have you, have you had much interaction with the Hoffman Brothers at all? Uh, I think I met Brian once he came actually to one of our other side bands yeah. played and I used
3: to work yeah. with Brian at Dean d Yeah, so I was there uh, it was like 11 or 12 years ago and he was always no great. I've got the fanboy out of it. I mean, you were ahead of, you were ahead of marketing when she was you, what you were- No, no, no. Uh, uh, I was creative control. Uh, no wait, uh, quality control supervisor. Okay. Or like the uh, D drum for all like their shipping and all that stuff like that. So. okay, gotcha. It's a lot of hats you wear, isn't it? Is it? Has it always been that way for you? Well, it's it's kind of been like a, it's sort of been like a snake. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of this way and that way, and then there's a path, and then you know. Uh, I started uh, trying to make a long story short. Is uh, I started crewing for Hypocrisy and scar symmetry uh, Jonas had recorded my band's uh, second record, The Absence. He recorded Writers uh, of the Plague, and then we became friends. He's like, "Hey, you're coming to drum tech and on tour for uh, Horg and for Henrik," mm. and I'm like, "Yeah, I've never drum tech," and he was like. Yeah, can you set your drums up? And I was like, yeah. He goes, you got the job. He goes, anyways, <laughs> we leave here. Uh, you can drink all you want, whatever, right? So it started there. Then I got another crew gig with a uh, you know Overkill, and I crewed with them for like three years. And then I got a, then I started doing monitors in front of house, and I already had studio experience anyway, so I just kind of applied everything that I do from there to mixing live. And I was also tour manager uh, for Sepultura for a bunch of years because I had Scar Symmetry as a, I tour managed Scar Symmetry so that led to mm-hmm. Sepultura doing a front of house for them and then it just kind of all, all the while like, I kept playing, you know.
1: We I mean, that's and, the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> well, was,
3: that was never supposed to happen so that just kind of happened so uh, anyways here we are. He forced me to sing in the band, he was like, you should just sing in the band I'm like, no, man, we should maybe get like a, cause I played drums on the record, you know, it was like, I was yeah. just supposed to be the drummer. Uh, I was like, man, I, you know, I wrote what I thought it was like <laughs> real cool, like, I wanna play this live. And then he's like, no, you should sing. And I'm like, no. And like two weeks later, he's like. Dude, just sing. Yeah, he's like, dude, you gotta sing. And I'm like, oh, what if we got this guy to sing? He's like, he'd be great, but you're just, you should just sing. And I'm like, all right, all right, fine, fine. So we just. Went Headlong at it, and here we are. So, hey, are you doing the Mike Browning thing on this on the boat? Or have you? No, no. Uh, we have a drummer, his name is Colton, and uh, he's going to be doing this US tour with us. Uh, uh-huh. bright, bright, and shining, uh, young guy. So, he's yeah. kind well, I thought you guys might have been using Lee actually, to be honest, because I'm we going to yeah. be before, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, being a yeah we, did, local. we did a couple tours with them, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, right, was awesome. and okay, cool. a, that was a yeah. good time, and uh, just kind of uh, again, to use that snake analogy just kind of just moved over and just went somewhere
2: else like if somebody's busy this just didn't work out so it was like yeah. we kind of approach it as like rather than this guy's filling in we say well this is our guest musician right. for yes. tour. so if yeah. we i don't know if we go to japan or something we might have a Guests, a different guest there, or maybe we'll have or, or we <laughs> No, that's the me, He really. We haven't even talked about <laughs> it. it. I'm
3: just, I'm being silly. Next thing you next, nick, nick
2: me in it, blab him Yeah. And <laughs> <I'm, laughs> then the men's. No, said he's coming
3: in.
2: if we play in California, maybe Lars sits in. Yeah, you never know. You know,
3: it's a. No, we just kind of kept it open, so it's it's cool. That's if you can get away from his art collection these days, or whatever it might be that anybody gets into. you know. If you're number life. one, then you can you can be into whatever you yeah, want. Definitely. So yeah, yeah. Well <laughs> learned, yeah. But have you Terry? Have you
1: spoken to Dicey about bringing you guys down?
0: Yes. Yeah. Is that likely
1: this year? Yeah, 2024. Um, year?
0: probably more in twenty twenty four. They got a lot of tours they're doing right now, like Carcass, Black Dahlia. They got Orange Goblin coming and stuff. But yeah, he's definitely interested for sure. Yeah, I think. I mean, between
2: his schedule and our schedule, it's pretty booked it's for this four. year, so yes. I would yes. imagine them hopefully, hopefully maybe next,
3: next year. Yeah. It's really like it's really like looking at like a puzzle like you said, and there's a <laughs> yeah. bunch of shit filled in and then there's a bunch of holes and it's like
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys feel it too? I mean I forty five okay, so I was of the vintage where like a one band would come through just in that year, like sepulture would come through in nine ninety four and that was it. You know, in in Sydney or Brisbane or what have you, but do you guys feel I know the States is a lot busier, it's a bigger market. But do you guys feel like as though there's an element of saturation at the moment at all maybe um, in, in the states oh just in general you, you know what i mean like i'm talking I'm, I, I must get a week i'm not even joking you 500 emails that might have individual releases in them
0: because well, of all yeah. the mailing Yeah. yeah. So some of that's due to the whole COVID thing yeah you know mean? i mean yeah. we're still bottlenecked They're everybody like, waited yeah. the whole time and then it was balls to the wall when the gates were open so to speak you know yeah everybody was recording records
2: during that time
0: and they all
3: came
2: out in the last two years
3: Mm -hmm. so instead of instead of everybody like cycling kind of like this it became this
0: yeah it's like everyone yeah yeah.
3: it's like a race
1: yeah it just got and we are suffering a little bit in australia through i was just um daniel won't mind me talking about this from blood red throne but he was Mm -hmm. looking to come down and i was hitting up a few promoters and they're just saying what we'd love to but it's just too we're too busy but then that's Daniel from Blood Red Throne, he was in Satyricon for God's sakes. It's not a small band, you know what I mean That's my point, you know, so. People
0: only you know, have so much money and time and you can't go see every band. Right now,
3: May, uh, like March, April, May in the States is like totally saturated. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like tour after tour after tour after tour happening. That's all big stuff too. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, like really like there's a lot in that. And I was even walking with Steph and he got another one can't say the band name but he was like oh they want a tour in May you know need a support for you know that's our that's our
1: booking agent do do you think do you guys think with Sepulch uh, retiring or I don't know what they're doing to shelving whatever it might be ending um, and no doubt within the next decade you're going to I just can't imagine Metallica and Iron Maiden are going to go on beyond the decade. But do you
2: think that gives you guys then an opportunity to step up? Is that the way you look at it in the bands? I mean, I'll gladly step into Iron Maiden <laughs> shoes. <so that's laughs> right. Is that what you're uh, asking? Uh, no, it, it seems like, like there's just not as many bands that are of that magnitude anymore. No, right, I mean, there's no, still no. big bands. You still have your Avenged Sevenfold. No one, bad. no one really
3: lets them get there. So there's yeah. a lot of like gatekeeping and like uh, you know even. Like, I liked Ghost's first record. I liked Ghost's second record. Okay, so after that for me, I just kind of tapered off. Okay, right on. I am ecstatic that that band is as big as they are and have the level of reach that they are. I think that that's amazing. And I know that 90% of my metal brothers do, and sisters do not feel that same way. They're like, fuck those guys and fire. So. Pussies, blah, whatever. Sorry, they used to, fuck. They're like, instead of going like, look, I remember like hearing Disturbed on the radio at Mike Wendgren's playing double bass, and I was like, that's amazing. And I feel like all the metal people are like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> that bad, stupid. You're like, dude, they're playing like harmonized yeah. leads. I'm like, you don't understand that that's like... <laughs> That's going out to the masses, like in- This is our community. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, effectively, they're talking to everybody. Like, they're like getting more people for us and they're like, Argh! the sound <laughs> of silence. Argh! Everybody's just mad, you know? Just, you. So I, I think there's just maybe just a bit too much gatekeeping to, we don't have anybody. We don't even allow heroes to happen. We don't even allow people to become Metallica. It's just like, no one lets it, lets it happen. The Metallica
1: thing is so weird Oh, excuse me for saying this but I swear to got half of these guys out there are too gay for James Hetfield. it is so bizarre the loyalty that that band inspired I gave up on them decades ago and you know when I heard Death it was like okay that's I'm, I'm going from that or this side but it was actually Legion 1992 okay. I remember getting yeah that one it was that album I remember getting I that so had Immortal's pure holocaust. I was like, well, I'm leaving it. that's nice too, right? yeah, it know. Was, yeah, that was it, you know, and you do that and then it opens up a whole new world and that world's basically infinite. There's all these mirrors and stuff in there and it just keeps on going and going and going. But Metallica have just gotten to a point where they're, oh, the tell me if you agree with this or not. So there's a scale on one side of Metallica.
2: Remove Iron Maiden from the other side and there's all of the other bands and it's even. I, agree with I mean they're the biggest band and i'd say they're the, arguably the most important band in rock yeah yeah i
1: i mean what are they doing for
3: bands that have, what are they doing for the inhuman conditions though? that's the question yeah but i mean they 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 take lots of like people who they bring people out you know they have people they still like they take smaller bands and they'll still bring them out nothing like death metal that like nothing yeah, well that's what I mean. It's like, yeah. I mean, all of us death metal guys love that, love Metallica,
1: really. I mean, we're, yeah. they're our foundation. band. I'm not saying they're not, I'm just sort of suggesting that I
3: wish they recognised the influence and impact that they had in extreme metal. And uh, I just yeah, talked to Isaac from uh, this morning, uh, we were having uh, well, this afternoon from uh, Epica, and he said that, because he had a really cool 72 Legion shirt. Uh, mm. No, sorry, 72 season, sorry. Seasons, sorry. Yeah. Uh, our drummer plays in 72 Legions. <laughs> Forgive me, it's very easy to... <laughs> If you smoke as much weed as I do, you can confuse them very easily. Uh, Anyways, uh, he had a cool 72 season shirt and I was like, wow, that's awesome. He goes, yeah, he goes, I got this at the show. So Epica played like three shows with Metallica. And I mean, Mm -hmm. granted, it's not in human condition. It's not flesh crawl. It's not something like that. It's not some like brutal anything, but I mean, Epica isn't like necessarily like a That's fucking awesome. I was like, whoa. I was like, I didn't even know that. Congrats, man. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, they're taking a band who's doing like bigger, smaller circuits and they like, come out, come on out, you know? Well, they're going to go up a level with what's going on with uh, Nightwish. Uh huh. I I don't know anything.
1: They're not touring for three years. Oh. Not not new releases or touring for three years. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I had, or Marco stepped out and he was one of the creative drivers in that band and he said he couldn't make money playing in the band, he was very upfront about it all, he's a good, good fella Marco. Um, wow. Well, yeah, I, I don't, look I, you guys know this stuff, I don't, I'm just yeah. on the periphery asking the questions effectively and, but it just seemed odd to me that a bloke who was writing the material wouldn't, would say that and why would he say it if it's not true? maybe he lives in a huge palace or something like that and he's got a lot of outgoings and Yeah, so he's got overhead. Maybe maybe it doesn't mean his overhead. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know, but Epica's gonna step up. I think if you get a chance to meet Mark, he's
3: a tremendous fella. Oh I've toured at the Epica that's how I was talking with Isaac. We uh, we toured like twelve years ago so we're yeah, we're friends and that's why he was talking with us today and I was like he told me that because the Metallica thing. I was like, "Oh my god! I thought that was I thought that was amazing." I was like, "That's kind of cool." I was like, "Who the fuck poached that? How did that happen?" Yeah. Like somebody in their camp is picking, you know, smaller, bigger bands, you know. So I mean, there's like moves happening. They
2: do, they do do that. I know they do support. So someone was telling me that that's uh, Petfield, and like Rob was, I don't know, they were download or some festival, and they watched Nightwish, and then you know, James or whoever was like, "Yeah, I want them to play on the show." So. Yeah, uh, rob, Rob's a tremendous fella So I speaking, you know, brutal from uh, Enslaved,
1: you guys probably know. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was doing some crewing at one of those festivals over there. He telling me um, Rob, he was you know, driving a forklift, so robbed rob him a name for a bar of soap and ended up <laughs> just talking to him anyway, just like a normal bloke. But he's, he's coming to Australia in infectious grooves. Oh,
0: I saw uh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, crazy. Playing yeah, 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 it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I know, I was like, wow. And after a while, did their tour of the States a while back. He came out to some of the shows, yeah. one of the shows in California. Yeah. Rob hung out. Really, yeah, so that's awesome. So
1: he knows some he of He his brown, shit. So. He seemed like as though, it'd be really easy if you're in Metallica in his position to have your head up your ass, but it just seems like it's impossible for him to do that. Yeah, he seems super. He'd be, he'd be here having a chat now and you wouldn't even know he's yeah. in the biggest band, basically, that ever existed outside of the Rolling Stones.
2: Well, and those, all those kids, or all those guys, all have kids that play metal too, so I'm sure they're like, Dad, check out this band. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what right I was thinking. Helps. Caster is James Hetfield's son, his name. And
1: I'm sure that must have been like this young filmer just going, This group's dad, have a listen to this. Yeah,
3: check this out. Off the yeah. I mean, I remember playing, my, my dad was a metalhead, and I was like, Hey, uh, I'm like, check out Dillinger escape plan. I was like, this shit's wild. It was under the running boards, like their first EP. I was like, ah, I've never heard music like this. And I remember my dad was uh, was a very talented musician. He heard it was like, Holy shit. You know, that was like his response and it was like cranked it. We just I mean this is like ninth grade, and so it was uh Calculating Infinity was it? Yeah, that was a that was a full yeah. length, but uh the the E P that came before that was uh, under the running boards. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh man it was just fucking killer, man. Calculating infinity of course is a great record. But uh anyways my dad was like blown away, started playing it. I remember I played Bramstein. it was on the uh Lost uh Lost Highway soundtrack. Yes. So I saw that movie, there was two songs on there, and I played it for my dad. He became like the biggest Ramstein fan <laughs> ever then. So this was like 98. He was like a huge fan. He bought like there, uh, he bought uh, Sucked" and then Harazel, is that the name of the first record? I think it is, yeah. He bought both of those and he would like, he had this black transam with a black light in there and like <laughs> some like spooky face and he would like ram air and he would rip uh, uh, Ramstein to like <laughs> parking lots and shit like that. People are like, what the fuck is this? German music, right? You know? but, uh, yeah, he's uh, doing burnouts, he he's going to be misch. So uh, yeah, I'm sure that the Metallica boys get to get a healthy amount of what's hip, what's happening right now from their kids. You, you guys, you're clearly down to earth, okay, and you don't use stripes, but
1: would you... I can't imagine what James deals with on a day that apparently he can't walk... You guys are mentioning that, of course, here in this environment, Walking ten meters before you stop. Apparently, that happens to James when he goes to buy his bread and milk. Oh, oh yeah, of course. I would yeah, oh, I'd hate to live like oh, yeah. yeah, it'd be awful. I mean, you you're at like you Stephen to be Tyler's
0: incognito day incognito yeah. as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you just, get- uh, it's just you just walk around your giant mansion a lot. <laughs>
3: yeah, ivory tower. Water to from so. Amazon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I know that uh, Rob goes to like gigs all the time. We just watched that, um, Getty Lee's. Uh, are bass players even people is that the name of the show
2: our bass players human too
3: okay there we go uh and he one of the one of the episodes he goes and hangs with trailo and they go and watch his son's band play and he's like yeah in the pit yeah he's in the pit he's like fucking mosh you know you're like god damn man he's got like million dollar fingers over there and he's like (laughs) (laughs) like just washing you know he's like i go to shows all the time and you know that that's really cool you know like i don't know if you like shows and you like music it's just a part of who you are like uh, later on tonight I'm going to go watch uh, Patushka and then I'm going to watch Blood Red Throne and then have a little yeah. bit of like a hangout, get some food, and then we go on stage, but you know, instead of just sitting in my room all day and like doing nothing, going like, oh there's nothing to do, you know, it's like, oh, let's go watch some shows, man. We're yeah. home, we go to shows, he goes to a hell of a lot more than I do, but yeah, we go to shows all the there time. Like we just went and watched Zack Sabbath, that was killer. You know, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, look, I hate to wrap things up, believe me, I might have to do it because I think I've got catatonia on now, but um, guys, you can tell my fan individually what you guys have been up to, you know, I've been reading the interviews and stuff that you guys have been doing and uh, I really hope to see you guys down in Australia, I know you just came down, but uh, I saw you in t- 2020 um, oh, yeah. when you played upstairs at Woolly Mammoth whatever that bloody yeah. place is called, oh, Air, for, and, yeah, um, yeah, you did a cracker of a job back then, right. but for you Thanks. guys, man, I, I really hope to see you guys down yeah, there later, Hopefully we get down
0: there soon. Yeah, yeah bring go. it. Let's
1: go. Yeah, Talk to cool. some folks. <laughs> oh, with D's side mate, it's, I remember seeing uh, when Jack and Ralph were in the bed, man, yeah, it's just... The only problem with deer side is you get some of the dickheads coming out. I don't know whether you've noticed this, but the real, like... <laughs> there's,
2: some um, uh, there's some colourful uh, well, well, There's colourful that's, that's, that's a good way to But, you know,
1: ask Glenn about, they were spitting like in Brisbane. Oh, awesome! And and he, he he was saying I'm striking songs off the set list. Um, George from um, Cannibal Corpse threatened to fucking punch one of the guys out. It was it was the same kind of I don't know whether they're still going to the gigs, but uh, they seem to miss something. seem to read. You guys must be goat heads for dinner, you know. All this sort of idiot types of guys, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just, you know the ones, yeah, they, you know, who don't understand that. It's a living, and you're musicians, and this is the way yeah. you express yourself. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope that doesn't happen.
2: That's my point being in the end and I- <laughs> Yeah, well, we actually the last the last couple of tours we've had uh, pretty minimal, like yeah. psychos or weirdos. So just, I mean, uh, I'm sure they're out there, it but it gets a little
3: weird in like South Texas. You know, you get some like really really intense fans there. Satanic but Hispanics. Them. Oh, really? Going. Oh,
0: they're just totally into the whole. Mold all the evil shit the know, whole thing like is like yeah. very
3: serious and they like <laughs> throw bible pages on the stage. they only stuff. death metal scream when they talk to you to
0: like take a photo like Gah! they want to live inside <laughs> of a deicide song you know what i mean they want to be in that song that's
1: how they <laughs> oh yeah that's the only thing I, I noticed was that some of the freaks <laughs> do come out but i mean it's it's yeah it's just i mean that's, yeah, that's... Brought, actually there's a bunch more weirdos i can tell you for sure that go to the hip-hop shows you know, the, it, ve- yeah. the venues, What well, the yeah. venues, a lot of them in Brisbane, why not even have them come into the oh, venues? Really? Yeah, because of the, the violence yeah, and uh, the damage. It uh-huh. doesn't happen at metal shows.
3: I mean, of course yeah. not. We're, like, pretty well respectable. <laughs> you might get the go dead people, but they're yeah, not going to crap
1: your because all the rest yeah. of it, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. pleasantly in trials. <laughs> 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 yeah, we cooked them first. Yeah, at least, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. civilised, yeah.
1: Love that one. Wow. There you go. I love doing this. A chat with the fellas in Inhuman Condition. Very worthy indeed. There are many more chats that I conducted aboard 70,000 Tons of Metal and you can find them either here on YouTube or Spotify or any of the podcasting apps that you might be listening to the show via. But over at scarsandguitars.com I've created a special link at the top of the webpage. 70,000 Tons, ironically titled. Very easy. You'll hear chats from members of Angra. Blood Red Throne, My Dying Bride, Naternal, Scar Symmetry, Sodom, The Halo Effect, Tigers of Tan, Pan Tang, get it out, and Unleashed in addition to that one there from the fellas in Inhuman Condition. All right, that's all from me. My name's Andrew
0: Mackay-Smith. Until the next one, it's a goodbye for now.